the bonnet opens, tinkering with the engines. Quite an attractive young female from what one could see, but she was so muffled up in furs that it was rather hard to tell. I said, Er, uh, good evening. Anything I can do? She said she didn't know what was the matter. The engine had just stopped and wouldn't start again. And it had. It wouldn't even turn either with the self-starter or the handle. The whole thing was awfully hot and I asked her whether there was any water in the radiator. She didn't see why there shouldn't be. There always had been. This didn't strike me as entirely conclusive. I said we'd better put some in and see what happened. She said, why not use snow? But I thought not. There was an idea at the back of my mind that there was some reason why it was unwise to use melted snow, and it wasn't until I arrived back with a bucketful that I remembered what it was, of course, Goitre. When I got back to her, she got the radiator cap off and inserted what a Danish friend of mine calls a funeral. We poured a little water in. Luckily, I'd warned her to stand clear. The first tablespoon that went in came straight out again, red hot, and blew the funeral sky high. We waited a few minutes until things had cooled down a bit, but it was a no-go. As fast as we poured water in, it simply ran out again into the road underneath. It was quite evident that she'd been driving with the radiator bone dry and that her engine had seized right up. I told her so. She said, Does that mean I've got to stop here all night? I explained that it wasn't as bad as all that. That is, if she cared to accept the hospitality of my poor roof. And it was a poor roof. It let the wet in. But she wouldn't hear of it. By the by, she didn't know the, uh, circumstances, so it wasn't that. No, she wanted to leave the car where it was and go on foot. I said, don't be silly, it's miles to anywhere. However, at that moment we heard a car coming along the road, the same way as she'd come. You could see its lights too, although it was a very long way off. You know how flat Norfolk is. You can see a terrific distance. I said, there's the way out of all your troubles. This thing, whatever it is, will give you a tow to the nearest garage, or at any rate a lift to some hotel. One would have expected her to show some relief, but she didn't. I began to wonder what she jolly well did want. She wouldn't let me help her to stop where she was, and she didn't seem anxious for anyone to help her to go anywhere else. She was quite peculiar about it. She gripped hold of my arm and said, what do you think this is that's coming? I said, I'm sure I don't know, being a stranger in these parts, but it sounds like a lorry full of milk cans. I offered to lay a sixpence about it. This was before the betting tax came in. She'd have had to pay too, because it was a lorry full of milk cans. The driver had to pull up, because there wasn't room to get by. He got down and asked if there was anything he could do to help. We explained the situation. He said he was going to Norwich and was quite ready to give her a tow if she wanted it. However, she wouldn't do that, and it was finally decided to shove her car into my garage for the night, to be sent for the next day, and the lorry was to take her along to Norwich. Well, I managed to find the key of the garage, and the lorry driver, Williams his name was, and I ran the car in and locked the door. This having been done, ablative absolute, I suggested that it was a very cold night. Williams agreed, and said he didn't mind if he did. 
so I took them both indoors and mixed them a stiff whiskey and water each. There wasn't any soda. And naturally, the whole thing had left me very cold too. I hadn't an overcoat on. Up to now, I hadn't seriously considered the young woman. For one thing, it had been dark, and there had been a seized engine to look at. Uh, I'm afraid that's not a very gallant remark. What I mean is that to anyone with a mechanical mind, a motor car in that condition is much more interesting than... Uh, well, it is very interesting. But why labour the point? However, in the sitting room, in the lamplight, it was possible to get more of an idea. She was a little older than I'd thought, and her eyes were too close together. Of course, she wasn't a... How shall I put it? Her manners weren't quite easy, and she was careful with her English, you know. But that wasn't it. She treated us with a lack of friendliness, which was... Well, we'd done nothing to deserve it.